Hello everyone. Good evening. I trust you are good and I trust you had a great time in church today. Wow, wow, wow. Such a beautiful time to be a believer. It's so pumped up all that God can do and all that God is doing. It's amazing to see all that God is doing in, with, and through us. Wow. It's such a beautiful time to be alive. I feel like it's beautiful to be a Christian. I really think it is. I really think it is beautiful, beautiful to be a Christian. Sorry for my words. I'm excited. I'm, I love all that God is. I love all that God does. I love all that God represents. I love all that I get to be because of Jesus. I get. I love all that I get to be because of a Jesus story. I love all that I get to become because I put my faith in Jesus and has been my savior. I love how that I become a son of God. I love how that my words change things. I love how that my inaction even is, 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 a, is an action of itself. I love how my statement of my belief in Jesus is not just passive, but it's, it's a reflection of what God does in me. I love how by my words things moved. I love how by my words things come to life. I, I love how by my words people are healed. I love how by my words the dead are raised. I love how by my words death is. I love how that my words the broken hearted are comforted. I love all that God is doing. I love all that there is about Christianity. I love all that there is about Jesus. I love all that there is about God. And I'm excited every time I get to share God's word. I'm excited at the opportunity that it means and all that God can and all that God will do. And we all say, Amen. Wow, that, that was such a beautiful intro, right? So welcome to Sweet Bad Living on the 24th of January, 2020. We are on the series titled Eternal Life. And the text is John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but that they might have eternal life. Can we pray? Our Father, we thank you. Jesus, we are grateful. Woo! We love you, Jesus. Thank you for all that you mean to us. Thank you for all that you represent. And we ask again that by the teaching of God's word and by the supply of the Holy Ghost, you will establish our heart in your word again. And with signs and wonders, we confirm this word in the name of Jesus. We ask that your word is so simple that everybody understands, yet so profound that it changes our life. We ask that everybody is strengthened, everybody is edified, everybody is comforted by the teaching of God's word and by the supply of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Okay, today I'll be speaking on something I titled The Power of Eternal Life. The Power of Eternal Life. And the text is John chapter 1, verse 4. John chapter 1, verse 4 says, A name was life, and the life is the light of men. And for your recap, last week we started a teaching series titled Eternal Life. And I remember that I spoke about some I spoke about eternal life and I said that that to have eternal life and to have life depicts the fact that it's it's actionable meaning that to have eternal life it to have it in action it to have it in operation it's not a dormant thing it's not something that you have in it's dormant no when the bible says you have eternal life it means that you are living it because the same word that was used for the word having eternal life is the same word that is used for having and having it in expression in you so and believe me sincerely the bible really says you have eternal life so if the Bible says you have eternal life, meaning one thing that the Bible is saying is that you are living it. Yeah. I, I said that last week. I said that last week. And, and I didn't say it like the Bible said it. And you read with me John chapter 3, verse 16, John chapter 20, verse 31, Ephesians, John chapter 5, verse 14. Now it says that the time you repose your faith, meaning the time you believe Jesus as your Lord and Savior, one thing that happened to you is the fact that 
you have eternal life. And when it means that you have eternal life in the Father, the moment you believed in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you began to live eternal life. The Bible said that. Now, hold that with me. Hold that with me. And I would like to say something about that line. Now, I will encourage you to listen to the podcast on spiritual growth, which I took last month because I did a great work by the Spirit on spirit, soul, and body. I explained how tripartite a man is consisting of a spirit of the soul and of the body and we look at that in the light of when god speaks god speaks in three tenses he speaks in the past tense he speaks in the present tense and he speaks in the futuristic tense and one of the major things why i did that is because you look at those scriptures which i quoted earlier and you also look at first timothy chapter 6 verse 12 first timothy 6 verse 12 where paul writing to timothy said lay hold of eternal life and you want to ask yourself that is are the scriptures contradictory because you find in a place where the bible says you have eternal life paul writing and john writing said the very same thing romans chapter 6 verse 4 paul writing said you have it now you find again in first timothy chapter 6 then to say to timothy that timothy should be hold of it and you find a kind of out of yourself like what is all this thing about and i really want to tell you that now god is god's word isn't opposing now, fact is that you have it in your spirit but the best of god the best of God is that it finds expression in your day-to-day life. I will take it again. Now, you have it in your spirit. Everything of God's gift, everything that God has given you, it's resident in you, in your spirit, and which is the main you. Man is a spirit, he has a soul, and lives in the body. I'm not saying that as a rent. I'm not saying that as an heresy. I'm saying that as biblical truth and as biblical fact. Now, man is a spirit, he has a soul and lives in the body. So when God, when something identifies with your spirit, it has identified with the whole of man and with who man is as a person. With who man is as a person. And I remember last week I said something like, and I said something again, that the life, eternal life that we are called to live is actually a better life. Because you look at David, you look at Solomon, you look at Abraham, you look at Job, you look at everybody that you can think of. And you feel like they lead, they had a lead good life, kind of, wow, top life. But all that Jesus came and Jesus said he has come to give a life. And they call that life abundant life. And the word abundant life is the word superior life. Meaning Jesus said, I have come to give you a superior life than Abraham lived, than Adam lived, than Isaiah lived, than John the Baptist lived. And I really believe you are pumped on it as a higher. Okay, so that's that's where we recap. That's where we recap. And, and I, I've gone into my message already from the recap. And I think I would like to dwell on the soul aspect why I spoke about it. And I said that it is God's will that that life finds expression in your soul. This course will that life find expression in your soul because when it finds expression in the way you think, it finds expression in the way you speak, it finds expression in what you will for, then your body will start manifesting it. And that is how God that God plans that life to work out. God don't God just doesn't want to lock up eternal life in your spirit. God, God wants you to leave it in your business. God wants you to leave it in your marriage. He wants you to leave it in your academics. He wants you to leave it in your ministry. He wants you to leave it in everything that you do. That's God's plan for you. Because life is meant to be lived. Life is meant to be lived. Now, when, when they say a man has eternal life, what they are saying is that, in another word, is that, in this in the man's business is living the way god lives now let me put it another way another way to say it is that if you if god was a banker god would have been doing the same thing that man is doing let me take it again so when they say a banker 
or you as a banker you are living eternal life what they are saying is that what you are doing at your place of work what you are doing in your life is what god would have been doing in the 21st century if god was in the bank so it's just like i go to the hospital and i find god as a doctor what god would be doing as a doctor is what a man with eternal life will be doing is what a man with eternal life will be doing so i hope god that and i want to tell you that that life is very powerful now confessing jesus as your lord and savior and receiving eternal life it's a very major part that you must not miss out on because that life turned peter from a liar to a man that stood before a crowd saying the truth you find peter in john chapter 18 verse 27 denying jesus three times but acts chapter 2 you find peter again speaking loudly that was the power of eternal life that's the power of a life that the Holy Spirit gives. That's the power of your life that the Holy Spirit gives. You find Paul, the Holy Spirit and eternal life moved him from being Romans chapter 6. You find Paul talking about eternal life. And that eternal life changed, changed Paul from being a religious man to a man being spiritual. Or changing from a religious man to a spiritual man. You find Mary Magdalene, a contact with a man with eternal life. Jesus was living eternal life and Jesus had eternal life. Now, Mary, Mary Magdalene's contact with him delivered her from seven demons. Now, imagine if a contact with a man that had eternal life can have that effect upon you. What would have happened if Mary Magdalene herself had the Holy Spirit, had eternal life within her? It's mind blowing, right? Now, Look at Matthew chapter 4, you find Peter's story. Peter met Jesus, a man living the life of God. Because remember, John chapter 17, Jesus said, As the Father has life in himself, so has he given me to have life. Now, Jesus was saying that the Father has life, which means, remember, he said, When you have life, you live it. Now, Jesus said, He has it, so he lived it. So, Mary and Peter met someone that lived a life, and that was, that was it for Peter. His business built to another stage. I want to tell you that folks struggling in business, God's answer is this live life and another way to put it is have life now if you have it if you accomplish jesus as your lord and savior you have the life now give expression to it meditate upon it feed upon it confess it if you begin to find expression in whatsoever you are doing and as far as you begin to find expression you are doing you will do great and you will do awesome things the lord willing and the lord empowering you because this is god's will in jesus name and we all says amen so thank you for tuning in. Father, I pray for people I have that they are strengthened, they are edified in the name of Jesus. And these words move from just their head to their hearts in the name of Jesus. And it works and it profits them. I declare that the lips in 30 folds, in 60 and in 100 folds in Jesus' name, the sick are healed in Jesus' name. What he says, Amen. Next week, I'll be speaking on what I titled Life Campaign. I'm Adipoch Bolaj. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Have a wonderful night, rest, and fruitful week.